Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Mature Gamer Podcast, Bits and PCs. With me tonight we have Vimesy. Hello. Who I'm hoping is not going to be arguing with me. Um, yeah. Not going to stand for it this time, pal. And uh, Clarky. Behave you two. We will, don't you worry. You, you, you keep us in line. Um, I'm not holding a huge amount of hope out for the show because I think the internet's being weird tonight. Um, I think there might be some ISP. It's got nothing to do with Man City being on the tally, has it, John? Well, don't. I was. I missed the first 25 minutes or something and the first two goals of our, of our season thanks to either a combination of the internet being shit or Sky Go being shit. Um, I, to be fair, I think I think the problem is oh, I don't know. There's a few people tweeting about the uh, the Sky app dying or or the, or the feed dying on the um, on mm. the on Xbox. I'm watching it on uh, on my PC, and um, but I had all sorts of problems getting to many many sites. So I don't know whether it's a, a BT thing because I'm on a BT ISP thing or there's just general problems. I know some of the guys are playing LOL at the moment and they're having lots and lots of problems. Um, and those are, you know, European servers, so I'm just wondering if there's some general ISP issues all over the place. Even League of Legends have put a little notice on their website saying, or on the game client saying, they're experiencing lots of lag issues. So yeah. uh, This is how most zombie movies start, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something, <laughs> like, something like that. And uh, so, yeah, hopefully everything's going to be all right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty confident that my Mac... Uh, my uh, MacBook Air is going to survive the survive it though because um, I've been playing with this over the last few weeks and what a lovely piece of kit this is. So um, I highly recommend anyone checks out a MacBook Air. It's been fabulous. Um, missing the big fi- Big Brother final for this lads. So um, when's that then? It's now. Is it? it started seventeen minutes ago. Oh. So. This is this is dedication from you, John. You're missing City playing. And the Big Brother final. Well, it hasn't been a classic year for Big Brother, but um... I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> of course, you do. No, I had no idea. I think actually, didn't we talk about it about six weeks ago or something? Yeah, but it goes on for about eight or nine. Oh uh, yeah, there is that. I, I had even no idea. Is he? On no the plus, idea uh, at all. Why the is the pl- final on a Monday? Well, because they need to get the cleaners in. <laughs> Because they're starting um, Celebrity Big Brother on Thursday, so... Um, oh, do we know any of the celebrities? I have no idea. Yeah, well, that could mean anything, couldn't it? I've, I've, they could give me the names and I wouldn't know who, who they knows, are. Who knows, half of them were probably, that were probably scheduled to have been done under the fucking Jimmy Savile Act <laughs> or something, I don't know. Operation U Tree. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I have no idea. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we won't have any Spaniards in, though, will we? Hey, have you seen that? No, no, the Gibraltar thing. And the Britain have sent three warships or something over there on uh, scheduled manoeuvres. Are we invading something? Awesome. What are we invading? Possibly Spain, which I don't think is going to be a particularly great idea for our relationship. No, that's all right, because Clark and I have been playing lots of Battlefield, so we'll be able to get over there and show well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Spain in three weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, invasion force Clarky. <laughs> Secret. Bit, bit, a bit of sneaky infiltration there. I can see you going in there with your full. I'm black sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I set that one up for you. <laughs> I'm surprised you missed that one. I was just going to try and ignore it tonight. <laughs> I got accused on Twitter of missing of missing a load of uh, 
of innuendo in the, in, on our last show. I'm not sure I did, but uh, if I did... Uh, well, if to... we kept doing all the innuendo, we'd never actually never get round to talking about anything game-wise, would we? Yeah. Is that what you want to do now? <sighs> we could do. Okay, cool, fair enough. Uh, let's talk about Eurogamer Meetup. Uh, just to pimp that at the top of the show. Um Last year, obviously, we went to Eurogamer and uh, and we met up and we met up, but <laughs> but that was a meet up and this is a me at up a meet up in terms of pork and beef and that kind of shit because um, we're going to go to Eurogamer on the Saturday and I believe Sunday you're going as well on Sunday, aren't you, Vimesy? I am indeed. And then we're going to meet uh, after that at a restaurant called was it Bodine's? Bodine's. Bodine's, sorry, Bodines. which was a great kind of, what would you say, it was just a meat feast type place, kind of a barbecue place. Yeah, but it's not for vegetarians, put it that way. No, absolutely I, not. I, I think we have a couple of vegetarians coming, I'm not quite sure what they're going to make of this. Maybe uh, they can eat the bun on the outside of the burger or something like that. Who gives a shit? Um, but uh, yeah, so that was fabulous, that was... Uh, John oh, doing his bit for world peace there. Yeah, absolutely. I shared an amazing, <laughs> huge, big piece of pork with... Um, big <laughs> Oh, fucking stop! That was that wasn't that was that totally wasn't an innuendo. Totally, it was <laughs> only in your mucky minds. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're going to do that. I've decided that I'm going to go. I've got the green light from Jane, so that's good. I'm going trying to get a ticket for the Saturday. It's completely sold out, so I'm having a look on eBay, and they're fucking expensive. So yeah. if anyone out there has um, has got a ticket and uh, doesn't want it and uh, would like to sell it to me for face value or less then <laughs> uh, just <laughs> hit me up with it and uh, yeah I'll take that off you and then I'm going to go to Bodeans or whatever it is uh, I'll leave you to it on the Sunday though Vimesy because I after my I last last year where I only managed about four hours before I grew terminally bored of the place um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to make it but I'll make an extra special effort this year um, to, to see it through and uh, so very much looking forward to that. Everyone is invited. Listeners, forum members, girls, boys, Clarky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you going, Clarky? No, I'm going to play Expo. All right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a shame. It would be nice to meet you because uh, I ha- haven't yet met you. So, uh, oh, come good. up to play Expo, then. Oh, yeah, no. take a ten. Oh, God. Oh, Christ. Uh, let's move on from that. Anyone who is interested in the Eurogamer meetup, then there's plenty of stuff on the forums, and I think we've just created a Facebook event, so register your interest in that, and uh, be good to see you. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that now. Let's talk about proper games and projects and shit. Um, Bimesy, what have you been up to, pal? Um, it's been, quite a, for me, quite a busy gaming week, really. I've been playing the usual... My, my games du jour at the moment which are Battlefield um, and Skyrim um, so I've been playing lots of those Battlefield's an interesting one because I'm still kind of playing between PC and PS3 at the same time and that's kind of weird just getting used to the controls on both and I just cannot play as much as I'd like to play with a controller on the PC I cannot get my controller to work I've tried all sorts of different um, what do you call it? you know those kind of um, programs you kind of apps you can run x padder and that kind of thing well i've tried about three or four of those to try and map my controller correctly and it just doesn't bloody work properly i don't i don't understand i just don't understand i was listening to the um the show that you and clarky did last week uh while i was uh, on that's the emmy nominated show no well I, i have to say i enjoyed it very much it was a very good show and um 
But I just don't understand how you can't use WASD. I just don't. No, it. I can. I can. I just don't. I think what you got to understand is with with me and PC game. I mean, I used to play an awful lot of um, Unreal Tournament. Was my game of choice, my first person game of choice, and then all the battlefields through to Battlefield Two. I played using mouse and keyboard with no problems whatsoever. But since, let's say, Xbox, the original Xbox came out, all my first-person shooters have basically been on a console. So for the last 10 years, I've been playing shooty-shooties with a pad. So going back to playing first-person shooters with a mouse and keyboard, I'm finding really, really difficult. I just and- Is it just not like riding a bike, though? It is. I mean, I can still do stuff, but it's it's. Um, well, you know, when I was playing, um, you know, Unreal Tournament, you you just had was that, and then you know, left click and right click. There wasn't really anything else. You know, on Battlefield, you've kind of got, um, you've got to be so much faster. Well, not faster isn't the right word, but you've got to be so much more coordinated with you know whipping your defib out. Stop it, Clarky. Um, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, being able to sort of charge in and sprint and crouch and all this sort of stuff at the same time. Just finding it a little difficult to get that kind of coordination back. And and to be honest, I just prefer playing games on a pad now. That's fair enough. Um, but it doesn't work, because even when I got the pad slightly worse, I got the pad to the point, I tried both my 360 pad and my PS3 pad, and um, neither of them I could get could I get working 100% right. How do you um, get a PS3 pad working on the PC? You just plug it in through the USB cable. Because you know how with with a PS3 with a six-axis controller, it's it's a, a USB charge cable. Oh right, it works. So you just yeah yeah you just plug it straight in. It it's exactly the same as the the 360 wide controller. I mean um, that, that's the least attractive option for me in that in that regard. I'd yeah, I mean I prefer the, the Xbox controller. Pad. I mean yeah, I bought my absolutely. Xbox controller for PC specifically mm. for Battlefield Three, just for flying planes and shit. Mm. Um, but then I never really I never really used it. So I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but it's basically, I can't get it to work. So some people are saying it's because um, it's conflict with the mouse or something like that, but I don't really want to start unplugging it. So anyway, I've just, I'm just committed to kind of relearning how to play first-person shooters on the mouse. And also, to be fair, when I did get the pad working somewhat, I was just getting my ass kicked. I just couldn't react fast enough for the gameplay. So, yeah, um, yeah I think mouse and keyboard work. But yeah, it's good fun. And then Skyrim... Um, Oh, I'm just really enjoying Skyrim again. I've just I've just clocked my Raptor stats, and if you include the the, the hours that I put into the game originally on the 360, it was I think I must be ticking over just over 100 hours now, um, which is for me a phenomenal amount of time to spend in one game. Is is that is that after you cheated and tried to buy a new, tried to download a save file? No, 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 no. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. No, no, no. I I, I slightly I fully, boosted. I, I fully agreed with what you. With what I mean, you yeah, but basically, basically that was no. It was it was just because um, I lost my save file, so I'd already played through fifty hours on the three hundred and sixty version, another fifty hours on the PC version before losing my save file. Restarting it again, I didn't want to have to go from level one all the way back up through. So I basically boosted my character up to about level thirty or thirty-five or something like that, um, and just gave myself back the stats I had. So yeah. I've got my stealth back up and I've got my um, archery skills back up and my lockpicking and stuff like that and sneak and things. Um, and then I'm just playing it normally. I'm still having to do all the quests again. But what I'm going to try and do, this is, <laughs> this is my plan, is for the first time ever I'm going to try and complete a main quest in, a, in an Elder Scrolls game. 
I've mm-hmm. never done a main quest. I've always done the Dark Brotherhood quests, the Thieves Guilds quest. I've even did, I even did the Mage quest and the Fighters quest. In, in you know, but I've never actually managed to complete a main quest in an Elder Scrolls game. So this time round, my my Skyrim adventure is basically. I'm trying really hard to mainline the the main quest, and that's it. Not to not touch any of the kind of the, the the four main guild quests, if you like. But it's just it's just such a beautiful game, and with all the mods I've got installed on it, it's just stunning. It's just I, I just have, stunning. I have to say, I mean, listening to you guys last week has made me reinvigorate to give Skyrim a try. I, I think I I did the mage quest, and I think I did whatever quests, and I think when I left it, uh, well quite some time ago I was you know part way through what I guess was the was the main quest so I'd be up for doing that uh, mm. it'd be lovely if we could get together and do it but uh, it would be not I mean no one's most all it would take is for someone to, to mod that to be a co-op game well I think there is there was supposed to be a mod I haven't found one I, I did have a quick look around I couldn't find one and I thought it would have been one of the most popular ones on the Nexus if it, there was, was, definitely, if it was workable there was definitely it was definitely work in progress when I uh, when I was playing it. I might look around for it again because even if you just had, if you could have like even two of you or you know three or four of you would be pretty awesome. But two, I think, is probably about right to be fair because the size of the dungeons doesn't really fit any more than no, two. No, no, yeah. But just that with a mate and one of you being like a magic wielder and one of you being like a heavy or something like that would be just great. But um, yeah, no, loving it. I might reckon. I reckon I might. Uh... There does seem to have been a resurgence go. of it, though. I have noticed quite a few people popping up playing it. That's because um, you're because of what you were saying last week. No, no, so. no, but not just not just me, but on other websites and other podcasts and stuff. It's really, really quite odd. I'm just sort of listening, thinking, "Oh, the back playing Skyrim again." It's a bit odd. Um, I don't know why that is, but uh, yeah, I just uh, it's just. Connective I was trying to work out the other, yeah, I was trying to work out the other day because somebody was raving raving on about sort of how wonderful Bethesda were and stuff, and I was thinking, "Well, are they that great?" And I thought actually. I'm I'm notorious for kind of playing three hours of a game and then never touching it again. And the Elder Scrolls games and things like that are games I will just, for whatever reason, I will just bury hours into without even realising it. So, yeah, I have to agree. Um, so, yeah, so Battlefield and Skyrim is being my kind of games at the moment. I'm going to leave the next one on the list to, to later. Um, um, and then very, very briefly, just want to touch on one that probably everybody's got, which is uh, Plants vs Zombies 2, which oh, yeah. came out. Um, I don't oh, think I hate uh, as much as Clarky, so this might be one that Clarky might want to take on, and I'll add to. Oh, go on. What do you think of it, Bams? Eh? Um, I'm amazed it's free to play. That's the first thing to say, because the first one was, I think, twenty quid, wasn't it? Um, I think you can pick up Plants vs Zombies now for about three quid off the iStore or whatever, the App Store. Uh, yeah, store. I, picked, I picked <laughs> up about a year and a half ago, and it was only a couple of quid. Yeah, yeah. When it, I think, but when it came out, it was like twenty twenty quid. On, just just for a second, imagine that I'm, you know, not not the all-knowing with, guru that I'm we not, think yeah, you are. I'm not familiar with. I don't know what Plants vs Zombies. You is. don't know what Plants vs Zombies? Seriously? Okay. Just that, uh, it's, it's a tower it's, defense game. Oh, so you could have, you could have sorry, you could have sold its job by saying it's basically a MOBA because you've got five lanes. Yeah, you have. Um, yeah, You're right. yeah. It's kind of like that. It, it's you, do, do you. Plants vs Zombies. Do you seriously not know what it is, John? Or you just want me no, to? No, I seriously explain? don't know. What it is. Okay, it's it's basically um, you have a kind of you, you basically if the first game is like a lawn, so it's the back garden of your house, and you kind of have a top down sort of slightly isometric view of your lawn, and on the left hand side you have your house, and on the right hand side zombies walk across your lawn towards your house. Okay, 
Right. And, uh, it's seriously, it's a fantastic game. Oh, Basically, what funny. you've got is... And this the lore- 20 quid, yeah? Hang on. Hang on. The lawn was split into kind of like five or six lanes, okay? So if you imagine, like, from the bottom to the top of the screen, you've got lanes like when you you know when you mow a lawn you get stripes on it that's basically what we're talking here and you basically plant plants to stop the zombies from getting to your back door okay so first thing you do is you plant sunflowers which gives i don't know what could be more you know that's just a fairly obvious thing to do isn't it carry on so you, you basically, you, first thing you do is you plant sunflowers. Sunflowers give you sun. Sun basically allows you to buy more plants. So you have things like pea shooters, which surprisingly shoot peas at the zombies, which whittle them down. You can have cabbages, which kind of are like catapults, and they throw things over objects. You have um, kind of like landmine-type ones. You have walnuts, which are basically nuts, which you put on your lawn, which the zombies can't pass until they're breaking them down, so they delay the zombies getting to the back back of your door and stuff which means you can put more damage on them and it's just a fantastically simple beautifully animated game it's just really good it's well addictive um i think i cleared it in a, a day or something like that ridiculous when it first came out it's just brilliant it's a really Question. good tower defense game go on any helicopters you can't have can't games without helicopters no i there was one I, that took place on a roof did this start as uh, no, as an iOS game. No, it was a PC game originally, I believe. It was a um, PopCap game. So the same people who did Peggle and whatever. But um, I always assumed problems. it was just some silly iOS game. Mm. But, okay. I mean, it's per- it's perfect on the iOS. To be absolutely fair, it is perfect on it. Oh, best on Vita. No, oh, it'll be. Can you get it on Vita? Because I'm, I'm having I'm having a bit of a renewed love in. You can get the you can get the original Plants vs Zombies on. I Vita. think it might be a bit small. I think it's perfect on the iPad. I think it's just the right size on the iPad. To uh, be fair, my iPad one won't play it, will it? No, I don't know. It might be. It'll probably play the first one. It will play the first one without a oh, doubt. Well, first one's the excellent. First one. Well, no, the first one's excellent. Oh, yeah, you it's from, from what than I one. can see, the, the first, well, I think. I don't know because I haven't played enough of two, but one is brilliant. I loved one. And, you know, once you buy it, you've got everything. Oh, yeah, um, check it out. Plants vs. Zombies 2 is basically the story of... The story is amazing. The story is basically Crazy Dave, who's just this weird, wacky character, eats taco, wants to re-eat the taco because it was so good, so gets in his um, time-travelling camper van to take him back in time so he can re-eat the taco. <laughs> um, the time-travelling camper van takes him back four and a half thousand years to ancient Egypt, and he has to basically work his way through time. It's just a tenuous link to basically get you to play. I think you get three stages, don't you, Clark? You get um, ancient Egypt, then you get pirates. I don't know what the third one is. Uh, by the looks of the world map, when you get out of the first one, I think you're going to get ancient Egypt, uh, pirates, wild west, and I think the last one that's just shadowed out looks like oh, the future. Oh, is it? Okay, so, um, but the, it's basically the same thing. It's basically you plant plants to stop zombies getting from the right-hand side of the screen to the left-hand side of the screen, and it's just brilliant. It's just, it's just absolutely brilliant. The gameplay is awesome. Um, there's quite a lot going on on the screen. So these zombies are kind of relentlessly marching at you from the left. You've got a kind of... When, when the sunflowers kind of spill out their... I was going to say spill out their seed, but we are really asking for trouble oh. there. Um, you have to sort of collect it by tapping the screen to kind of pick up the, 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 sunflower, the, the sunflower power to you know 
collecting. Yeah, that's basically currency, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Um, The other currency I haven't used at all yet. What, Um, the coins? Yeah. What, have you, your special abilities that you get? Where you can, um, pinch the, you can pinch the screen and sort of decapitate the zombies. Yeah, you can do things like that. And you get f- yeah. what's it, the, the plant food and stuff like that that you can spend coinage on and things. Yeah. But, on, on, on the subject of currency, one of my little niggles with this, and I don't get me wrong, it's an excellent game, is, uh, yeah, it was free, but Jesus, it's heavy on the <laughs> pay-to-win side of things. I don't think it is. Um, mm, if you want to... If I haven't you, played it through that much, but yeah. Um, if if you wanted to get through this game in a couple of days, then you'd be forking out money. Yeah, you have to it, re, you have to replay various areas to get yeah your, your, the highest star counts. Basically, unlock worlds, don't you? That's it. Yeah, you, you like the first one. You've got to get fifteen stars to get out of the first world, and by the end of just a regular playthrough, you'll probably have what five, mm. and then you have to go back play through some of the levels again, which will give you you know little objectives to do in order to get the star. But, I mean, it, it, it really starts to show in the second world because by the time you get there, even me going back on the first world and collecting all the stars, I had two for the next world, and you need something like 30 to get out of that one. Mm. But it's all free to pay up front, yeah? It, 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 it is, yeah. It is. yeah. You, some of the yeah. plants are greyed out and you have to pay for if you want them because I don't think certain ones yes. will appear. Oh, sorry. Football 4-0, going well. is it, John? 4-0. No, 3-4-0. <laughs> Uh, oh, brilliant! Yeah, some of that's the, top of the league, though. Oh, yeah. Bloody football! Until you. Newcastle come back and thump you five four. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, I think the, the, the pay to play thing is interesting because it, it is. I don't understand really why they've done it because basically it's free to play, but if you bought all the content, it costs you about twenty five quid. If you were to buy, that. if you were to buy every, no, no, no. If you were to buy everything, it costs twenty five quid. This is I've done a little bit of research. You see. Does it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you can you can buy all all the stuff, and it costs you twenty five pound. And the original game was like twenty quid, so it's not far off that. And you don't have to buy it if you don't want to. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, but it's definitely it's definitely a game that everybody who's got um, you know. A, a, iOS, I think it's on Android as well. Should be no, playing. It's, not. it's just, it's, is it not? It's oh, just okay. iOS. Uh, oh, other, well. other platforms will follow in due course. Yeah, it's not I mean, available on the PC or anything. No, not yet. So. But it will be. Oh, it's no, the old one. Yeah, old the old one? one is. Yeah, the old one is. I mean, it's a, it's a cracking game, John. Seriously, the first one is 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 it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. It's got a lovely sense of humour. Um, it's got lots of collectibles if you're into that kind of thing. I mean, I just I just like playing through them. Play. I love tower defense games anyway. So. Um, it's just brilliant. So um, amazed that came out and it was free to play, and, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Better than Orcs versus. Hang on, what is it? Orcs must die then. Orcs must... Orcs, Orcs must die. die. That's yeah, that's that's more a third person one. That's more um. A okay, kind of so this is like a top down. down. Okay, so this, this is like a top down sort of one. Um, you know, it, it's 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 brilliant. I really like it. Well, I know that it kept Anna. Highly amused throughout the whole recording of the. Yeah, you hardly heard a beep from us. Well, so I'm, must... I'm not going to call it the main show, but uh, uh, the show. The console uh, show. The console <laughs> think, show, yeah. I think you might be right on that costing for it. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah probably 25 quid if you don't buy any of the extra extras. What, 100,000 coins, £20.99? Yeah. 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 No. And some some of the basic <laughs> plants from the last game are like two pound fifty. Yeah, yeah, they are. But they're at least they're up front with how much everything costs. Well, so yeah, they're very true. There's no there's no hidden everything. And it is it's a damn 
damn fun game. I really, oh, yeah. I'm really I'll, enjoying I'll, this. I'll check that. I'll check that out. Is, is it available on the phone? Is it initially? If I wanted, to... yeah, it's on. It's on the oh, iPhone. I could buy it well. on the iPhone. Check it out and then. Yeah, although I think, um, yeah, I think you'd be pushed to play it on something that small, to be honest. But yeah, that's what I've been playing it on. Have you? Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> Move on. Then. Used to playing th- small th- uh, oh, oh god! god. Oh, dreadful, dreadful. Yep, so I went to me now. Yeah, yeah go on. Go oh, fair enough. Well, uh, yep, more fun on Battlefield 3. Um, I will admit now to Vamsy, I did have a sneaky go on this last night before you no, would have No, it wasn't a sneaky go. I knew you were playing it, you bastard, because people kept tweeting and it kept popping up saying you were playing it. And I'm just sitting there thinking, <laughs> one night I can't get to the Smeggin well, at the missus was at bingo. I had a couple of hours to burn. You were playing it at like six o'clock in the evening. I was like, there were people on there for like five hours. I was like, this is not fair. You shouldn't be allowed to do this. It kept popping up on my Vita saying, no, oh, so-and-so's playing now. Big Ollie's playing now. Yoda's playing now. I thought, you bastards. You're just doing it on purpose now. I bet, oh, you yeah. were logging, I bet you were logging off and logging in again just so it kept popping up. Is it better <laughs> on PS3 than the Xbox? Yeah, I... There's no difference in it really. I've had a lot more fun on the PS3 version, but that's obviously nothing to do with the quality of the game. No, it's just more to do with you playing it with, really. Uh, I, I prefer the Xbox pad. That's the first thing I'll say, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. They, they fucked up the PS3 pad because you can't remap the controls. So, for example, they've reversed the, the triggers. So, your fire button is what would be the right bumper on the Xbox pad, and the right trigger. Is your um, whatever, whatever it is? Is it um, not grenade? Grenades electric and the it's other one. Melee, isn't it? Yeah, melee. Trigger. So it's just it's just the wrong fucking way around. You've got triggers; they should be used <clears throat> as triggers. So it's just annoying. Yeah, but, they're not really triggers, though, are they? PS3. No, not really. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, doesn't seem to make a lot of difference whether it's 360 or PS3, as far as I'm concerned. But oh, the PC it looks fucking lovely. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't wish to keep referencing that. Oh, Jacko, for fuck's sake! Um, <laughs> I don't wish to keep referencing the other show, but I was, I mean, I tweeted about it today. Bouncy was basically took the words out of my mouth from my experience with Battlefield Three. I have played it. I bought it on launch day on um, Xbox, mm. and then I bought it again on the PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounding familiar so far. But immediately, I just didn't like it as much as I liked Battlefield Bad Company 2. No, I can't really, because I've played all the Battlefield games from the first one all the way through, and I I don't really get what people say about that. Can, you, just, can it, you explain it a little bit it for just, me? It felt too too manic, and it didn't feel right. And the, the guns, I felt didn't handle the same. They probably handle more realistic. I think I think the recoil on the guns in in Battlefield 3 was possibly far more realistic, but I immediately felt uncomfortable with it from having spent a huge huge amount of time playing Bad Company 2, um including, you know, all the Vietnam download um, yeah. stuff. I mean, Back of It 2 was a cracking game. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved sniping in that game. I'm, I'm one of those dodgy yeah. people that really love... That <laughs> I'm quite happy to s- just go and sneak You don't want to be on a server with me when people start sniping. The language gets fruity. No, it's a, it's a valid tactic. But Bad Company 2 was great. Like, it, it just... Battlefield 3 never... I, d- I can't me. say. I honestly can't say. And this is probably more... But I, I honestly can't say I noticed the difference much. What I will say I notice is... 
and I don't know whether this is something to do with it, but between Bad Company 2 and um, Battlefield 3 coming out, I played quite a lot of COD. And I don't know whether that impacted how I played and how I approached Battlefield 3 when it came out. But now, certainly, I find that... Clarky will back this up. If I'm running around like a maniac, I have a shit night. Um, yeah. And he'll just hear me swearing a hell of a lot. If I slow down and start to play Battlefield properly, the nights when we're going around and we're playing as a team, there's nothing better. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing better than playing Battlefield I, with I four people. I just felt it was song. so much more enclosed and and closed environments. And if I think mm. back to Battlefield 1943, which was an Xbox Live mm. arcade, and I played yeah, I that, that to shit. Wake Island, I came the was, hell out of that. And it was just, it was just brilliant. I, I think I really like... Well, uh, being a sniper, I like the distance. I like the the yeah. open areas, and and even uh, those just they just didn't seem to exist in. Oh no! In uh, I mean, 3. you look at some of the DLC stuff specific, but then if you look at Battlefield Three, things like Operation Firestorm, maps like that, they're huge expanses of of ground. Oh, well, I, uh, I don't know. I, I I haven't played it enough to recognise it. But I, I well, think... if you've got it. Get it reinstalled and get on because we'll, oh, you no, know, there's, there's quite a resurgence on the forum. And well, if you haven't get, got it, get get, get the Origin Humble bundle. And it's, you know, oh, no, I've got it. I've got it on the PC. I've got it on my laptop here. I mean, if you guys mm. are up for some a PC session after this, I reckon I could squeeze in and out. <laughs> Frankly, get get the get the PS3 version downloaded. That's yeah, free got, too. I haven't got a PS3. I haven't got a PS3 here with me. I'm afraid. No. I think that's expired anyway, Clark. Isn't it? I think it was only up there for a month, wasn't it? Uh, Oh, maybe, I don't. Yeah. I don't need a third version of it. Um, no, no. I, I feel not. greedy, greedy actually, because I've had. <laughs> no, I've, I've had. I mean, sp- speaking of uh, bad company, uh, the game that unfortunately Vamsy wasn't included in last night. We, uh, my, myself, Yoda, and uh, Big Ollie as well, um, managed to get on a server which was uh, had the old uh, stinger ban ban on it. Um, mm. Unfortunately, as a result of this, we had some shit-hot helicopter pilots in the air. Um, so after 20 minutes of being constantly fragged, we decided, fuck this, broke the rules, and uh, lured him in and uh, unleashed Stinger Hell on him. Um, it took I them don't a whole, understand that. I don't understand a, why you banish things like that. I know. It took them a whole 15 minutes before one of us got booted. I just don't, I don't get it. Why, why ban that? Why ban things like the Stinger when... You know, air superiority is if you've got a decent pilot, it's bad enough when you've got stingers. Take them away and it just becomes a fucking joke. Mm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Go on about that. Rayman Legends demo, Clarky? Oh, this is absolutely outstanding. I haven't get played it, this yet. Get, no, get this downloaded on the Xbox. Um, I think I've pumped something like six and a half hours into this and you get, what, five levels to play on. No, it's. Uh, I mean, have you played Rayman Origins yet? I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know John. It's has. on the Vita. I've installed it. As I said last time, I tried it, but it bored the shit out of me. Well, it looks ten times prettier than the first game does, and the humour is absolutely spot on. I mean, there's this. Um, in the first game, you had like bonus stages where you had to chase this treasure chest across the le- uh, level to like kind of like crazy banjo music, and it's been replaced by these. Uh, music levels where you have to basically run from one, one end to the other as fast as you can but it it was to uh, a song called Black Betty by Ramja mm-hmm. which was absolutely astounding So you've got all the little characters jumping up and uh, sort of singing it in the background while you're running through uh, playing it in four player co-op with the missus and kids was absolutely brilliant, loads of fun to be had for that and I cannot wait for that to come out 
There you go. You need to pick these platform games up with gems. Uh, well, it's, not really, it's not really my ideal kind of game, unfortunately. Well, does Lego Lord of the Rings count as a platform game? Uh, no, because you've played the Vita version and that's shit. <laughs> well, hang, we, hang, it is quite to, no, 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 Let's no, go back to the original yeah, question. Let's, does Lego Lord of the Rings count as a platform game? Mm, yeah. See, I... I I I be uh, I took uh, I I launched my Vita <laughs> before I went away and um, saw what I yes five um, <laughs> top of the league top of oh, has it been disallowed fuck's sakes God, still damn. top of the league yeah. um I've lost my track no yeah so that's not fucking offside fuck me. You fucking referees and linesmen. What a load of shit. Um, He's going to be really happy if he finds out that the free game they might be offering with the Xbox One is FIFA 14. He can replay all these little bits and pieces, can't he? Oh, yeah. I think I'm done with FIFA games. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I, uh, I launched the Vita, saw what was available, and um, made sure I had space and downloaded uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, which I thought, well, that's sort of the sort of game that I could reckon I could see see myself enjoying while I was on holidays and um, I did I did, haven't quite finished it yet but I'm deep into Mordor um, why do you why <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know why that was funny because <laughs> you're a child um, <laughs> yeah how did Mordor feel about that I, I mean <laughs> I, the, the way to overplay a joke um, I don't Tell me why you think right. the Vita version of Lego Lord of the Rings is shit. What's oh, the difference? Yeah. Surely it's but, all no, just no, the no. same. Probably badly worded. It, it's a poor port of the game. Um, it's basically it's basically just the 3DS version, which I was really disappointed with because, I mean, all of the other uh, Lego games on the Vita have just been knockoffs of the 3DS version, which, you know, I can see why touchscreen and everything, but... You know, the, the Vita was quite capable, I think, of running the full version of this. Well, what, what's missing? Is there content missing? or they, 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 they compress a hell of a lot of stuff they don't yeah, need to. So all, all all the of, sound quality and stuff is just yeah, awful. The, the sound quality is poor compared to it. All of the cut scenes are just... They're basically that. They're just compressed full-motion videos. The world map's completely gone. And yeah, okay. But, I mean, but, the it's, no, no, but there's no specific content missing. Some of the a lot well say some a few of the levels are changed as well around the fact that it, it isn't the console version as well. I, I don't know. I, I was just more disappointed because I thought you know the Vita can do. I mean, it proved a need for speed that it could do full versions of games, and it, it just turned out to be another lazy port. I mean, it's it's not a crap game. It's it's a good game. I like it on the console. If I hadn't played the console version, I'd probably be running through the Vita version now. But. Uh, well, I, I mean, I really liked it. I mean, I, I'm not too worried if I'm missing any content or whatever. I have to say, sound quality seemed fine to me, especially listening through headphones. Mm. It seemed absolutely fine. Um, maybe maybe that addressed that. I think, yeah, maybe this come, some cutscenes just... cut were very short and, yeah, maybe not the best quality, but, and you know, there wasn't many funny moments. But um, It's probably just one of those things, if you don't know what you're missing, you probably just don't miss it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So I really enjoyed it. The only thing that I did find was a bit crap was the the, the combat's dreadful. It's, yeah, um, that's a complaint with all the Lego games on the Vita. Collision detection's awful. Well, no, Lego it just games. it doesn't it it it, it, it just you, you press the attack button and it just doesn't do anything. Go on, Nazareth. 
Go on, Jacko. Fuck's sakes. <laughs> fucking useless. He scored, has he scored a goal? I don't fucking... Who knows? Who cares? I'm um, glad I'm not editing this episode. I'm not editing that out. You won't edit this out. No, of course I won't. I've got better things to do. Um, but yeah, you, pre- you press the attack button and nothing happens. Yeah. And the whole combo thing, that's a load of bollocks. It's just button mashing. So that, that whole thing was pretty unsatisfactory. Do you remember but, the, old, the, the old original um, Lord of the Rings games that came out on... Like on the consoles and stuff, where it's it's basically a hack and slash game, like two towers and stuff. Do you remember those? Um, they I were think great. I, had, I think I yeah, I think I, I think I had one. I, I don't think I understood the genre at the point, but now it was what, maybe in, a... in slashing, and then you had to kind of. I, th- I remember one. I think the one I played was the two towers. It was great. It was just basically you were defending. Um, was it Minas Tirith or was it? It might have been Helm's Deep. I think it was actually, and you had kind of like to push away. It was brilliant. I love those games. It doesn't it's seem good. to be enough depth in that for me I find. no there wasn't there wasn't any depth to it at all but it was a mindlessly good thing that took full advantage of making it look like the films and See, it, I don't know. think I like mindlessly good things um, <laughs> oh, well I'm, okay well let's, enough about the Lord of the Rings I, I liked it and that's the sort of game that I enjoyed getting mm. my well I mean I tried playing oh, fucking hell um, I tried playing Try playing the Vita and the DS in the in the sunlight. That's a complete waste of fucking time. So I spent half the holiday in, in like a in the bar, uh, which was covered. <laughs> not not drinking beer. Not I can't pretend yeah. that I was being laddish and in the bar just because it was darker and cooler. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed Lego Lord of the Rings, and I will make sure that I I I, I finish that and for free. Brilliant. Mm. Um, I've, got, I've got no complaints there. Talking of mindless nonsense or whatever we were talking about, another game that I downloaded that uh, was free when I turned on the Vita, tw- you know, a few hours before I went away, was a game called um, When Vikings Attack. Mm. You familiar with this? I've seen it. I haven't played it. I've downloaded it and haven't played it. <laughs> I played it. It's it's it's. I mean, it's it's got iOS mobile game written all over it, but um, it's really good fun. Uh, but basically, the premise is that you. You know, you you in effect are England and Englanders, and England is being invaded by um, hordes of Vikings, and you control one Englander, and uh, loads of other people, other Englanders run into your screen, and you have to go and kind of navigate your man over to them to pick them up. So you become a little bit of a mob, and basically you go and pick things up and throw them at. The, the Vikings, uh, who uh, themselves form into packs. And obviously the more people you have in the pack, the bigger things you can pick up. So if you've only got two people in your pack, you can't pick up the car. But if you've got five or ten people, then you can pick up a car and throw it at the Vikings. And it's I thought com- these were Vikings. What are cars doing in Viking age? Well, it's not. It's not. It's totally set in, in current day. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, totally. And um, it... it it's just, it's just mindless, silly fun, and it, it plays really well. It looks great. The the sounds brilliant. The uh, the the different the voices and the different characters of that you pick up. So you'll pick up a mm. Scouser, and you'll pick up some, you know, you pick up a Londoner, and you'll pick up all these different people, and they go hello and stuff like that. How you doing and stuff like that. It's it's just it's just nonsense. I mean, obviously you wouldn't pay money for it, but for free. <laughs> it's oh, I, I really quite enjoyed the this, uh, half an hour, an hour that I did just running around another, throwing things. There's another free game on Vita at the moment called Deathmatch Village, which is quite good, and I think that is always going to be free. It's a, it's an, it's actually an online multiplayer game, 
um, which is a lot of fun. You basically play a bunch of hillbillies trying to uh, <laughs> pick pigs up and take them back to your uh, your little pig pen thing. We're shooting each other with blunderbusses and shotguns. And a quick go on, that's a lot of fun. I recommend you download that. Again, iOS looking like, but it looks like lots of fun. Yeah, I mean, this thing was developed by Sony themselves, or some kind of Sony developer network or whatever. I thought it, I thought it was really quite good fun. As I say, it looks good, sounds good, and is just silly fun. So uh, I'm not really into mobile games because they don't have that much kind of depth, but um, I quite enjoyed that. It's worth a laugh. Uh, what else have I played? Um, I hope I've been accused on the show notes of playing DayZ. Well, being away, I haven't. Um, before that, yeah, I guess I, I played... Daisy before I went away, but uh, I'm not saying it's lost its charm or its sparkle. It just, I don't know. I think I've done too much of it. I'm still very much interested in playing on the server, but we, we need to get more people on there. And I was listening in with interest to um, Steve uh, talking about Daisy on last week's, the week previously's uh, show, which somehow I've managed to listen to last week's show first, and then the week before show, I got part way through today. And uh, I really wish I'd been there to help him with his experience with DayZ because I, I don't know if you listened to them talking about it. I mean, he just didn't know what he was doing. He was just mm-hmm. mashing buttons, not having a clue what was going on, and basically completely missed the point of of DayZ, which is a real shame because I think if someone had been there to guide him through it, then um, he'd have got it more. But uh, Steve, if you're listening, which I know you're not, you can't just walk over things and pick things up. It's uh, it's not that kind it's of game. It's not Sonic. It's not that kind of game. <laughs> it, I, I, as I said to people before, DayZ is not a first-person shooter. It is a first-person shooter in as much as it's first-person or third-person, and you have a gun if you're lucky. But it's not a shooter. It's, um, I don't know what it is. It's, what it's, it's a survival game. And, uh, yeah, don't expect big explosions and unlimited ammo and being able to pick up tons of health packs because it's just not like that it's a far more slow paced game that can get really really high paced um, when when shit's going down anyway enough about Daisy. we've been talking about that far too much um, the big news on my uh, gaming front is that uh, I decided after I bought it on the Steam sale to listen to the more learned people uh, such as uh, Vimesy, Clarky, and, Be- and most particularly Beastie, to try out FTL. So I fired this up when I got on the plane, and uh, my four-hour flight seemed like 20 minutes, because this is a cracking little game, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh, I really, really, really like this. I uh, Initially, I was sceptical, because it just, uh, you know, I think St- uh, they said Kev said, I keep referencing that other show, Jesus... Um, it's only because I, I listened to it today. Yeah, it does look like a, a, a spaceship on a screen with a few little people and whatever <laughs> in it. But it's it's just so interesting. And, and, you know, jumping into the next thing, you don't know what you're going to get. And, you know, a lot of it's quite re- repeated, but there seems to be quite a large variety of different things going on. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've got past level, you know, sort of sector six. Or five or six, but uh, just keep keep going back for more. It's it's just as fun to play when you get dumped back to level one. Because, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 really great. Um, my best run yet, 
unfortunately, I, I was I was on the plane on the way back, and um, so you know the the thing come over the tanner, you need to close down. Um, uh, I, so I needed to close down, but I couldn't complete the next thing, so I was stuck on a menu. So like obviously I couldn't go ahead and do a, a thing if the plane's landing. So I just closed the lid down, let it go into hibernate or whatever, and uh, when I came to open it back up again, the bloody thing was frozen. So I had to forcibly shut shut down. The, you know, the Mac wasn't frozen, but I couldn't seem to swap out because I played this on the on the on the mm. MacBook. Um, so I thought oh, I'll restart, blah blah blah, go in, and I lost it all, completely lost the progress. And I had I was really you know I had about six six crew members, and uh, you know I was starting to get some decent stuff, and I'd got up to level three shields, and you know things have been going really well, and I could feel myself pushing on into the higher echelons, um, but it all went, but started again. No problem. Really enjoyed it. What a great game. Cracking game. Oh, you're Brilliant. not so keen, are you, Vimesy? Um, no. I, 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 I can see why people like it, but I think um, I, I, I don't like the, the element of luck to it. I don't like that sort of depending, you know, you kind of, it's like rolling a dice and am I going to get the kit I need to survive the final encounter or not? I don't want to play a game like that because it's, it's it's leaving too much in the hands of the computer and not enough in the hands of me. Well, do you like Dungeons & Dragons? Because surely that's the same thing. Yeah, but you can kind of influence that a bit and you get more chances at kind of... You still get of... to influence this game. You do, but, you know, for example, if you don't find certain stuff, then you're not going to be able to, you know, do what you need to do to survive to get to level six or seven. So, I mean, the first the first run I did, I got through to the, the end screen and... Um, what, basically, sector got, 10? Uh, is, it ten, is it 10 or 7? It's, it's the very last one where you got seven, to take I think. on. Yeah, it's World 7, I think. And you've got to. You basically, you've got, you've got there, they're swarming over the screen, and you, you've got to kind of avoid the big boss or something like that. And something like that. Anyway, the first encounter in that, I just got my ass kicked because I didn't have the right stuff. I only had like four crew members, I didn't have half the things I needed to do. But you got all um, the way through to the end, boss. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's completely un- it's completely lucky. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I wasn't doing anything I probably should have been doing. I was just kind of bumbling my way through encounters. Just let's take down the shields and take down the engines, and then basically, I don't, I just don't know what I was doing. But uh, I was kind of like, I, I got to that, and then sort of said, "Oh, you've died," and I was like, oh. well, I, I couldn't really it- even bring myself to do another run through on it. I think yeah, if but, it come out on Vita, I'd be more likely to do it because it's something I can oh, just yes. sit and... and... Mm, I, I need to use the mouse. The thing I found was trouble was using... The, I hate trackpads on, on laptops. Mm. And, um, you know, there's no room to have a mouse on a plane. Yeah. Um, try, I was struggling to get the right mouse button because of, because of the trackpad and stuff like that. And I, I, I really struggled. But when I, when I actually got a mouse attached to the laptop, then it was, you know significantly better um especially for the micromanagement because you do need quite a lot of micromanagement um unless of course you've got um a spare couple of big uh, large health characters that you can basically just leave in the oxygen room because that seems to be where the the enemy always seems to teleport into in my experience anyway so if you can if you can deal with that no i mean i i like my last run through this especially the one where i finally won it so it got really edge of the sea. I mean, it was the third encounter with it. My ship was, had, you know, it was held together by sellotape practically. And 
I managed to just hold on and literally I blew their ship up just as they let off a volley of three missiles and then blew mine up. And like I said before, I was like, oh, Jesus, this got, this has got to count as a win. And anyway, yes, I'd, I'd sacrifice, my brave crew sacrificed their lives and saved the day. I think, I think maybe I'm not spending enough time in the, in the first and second sectors. I'm trying to get through it too quickly, whereas really you need to shave it so that you're not getting caught up by the, the so that you can just build up stuff against the easy, easy stuff. Um, yeah, but I'm I'd, I'd definitely be playing more of that, and I have to say I love the music. I love the soundtrack on it. I think it's absolutely fabulous and uh, really, really suits the game. And it's an absolute joy to sit there playing with um, with, the, with the soundtrack playing in the background. Really, really like it. Really high quality, well made game, and I got it for something like a pound on the Steam sale. So <laughs> um, absolutely ridiculous. But if anyone else hasn't got it i really recommend it i think it's about what is it about it's about six quid or something like that mm, it'll be in steam sales all over the place yeah, i'm sure definitely yeah. worth it definitely worth it you don't need a massive pc to play it you just need a bit of time and uh yeah i don't know a bit of imagination i guess it's just brilliant anyway what else have, we, have i got anything else in this section no no like that'll do right next big thing uh, yeah. Sorry, lads, I wasn't around to play Payday. I do own it, never played it. Um, I am interested in having a go on it. Um, did you guys get to play it at all? Yeah, we did. We we hooked yeah. up. Um, the, well, the Tuesday night, I think it was, wasn't it, Clarky? Uh, yeah. Me uh, and uh, Petro, wasn't it? Yeah, Petro, he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, we played, basically, we, we chose the next big thing because Payday 2 was coming out. Um, literally on the Tuesday or something like that. So we decided to play Payday 1 and because um, it was free on the PlayStation and Clarky's tight. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was good fun. It was, it was really good. It was um, Payday, for those that don't know, is, is basically a heist game. So you kind of have objectives. So you have to go eat. You have a map of a, a bank or a, I think one of the ones we did was like a, a condo on a, a beach or something like that. Um, and you basically go in where well, there's like four, we can four player co-op basically. Um, and you have to go and achieve the objective and then escape. Um, and basically it just ended up always being a massive firefight, um, between the cops, the cops would turn up, you have to sort of set things in motion. So your first thing you have to do is go and find, I don't know, the, pick up the, the circular saw in order to cut your way through the gate, which will then let you get into the, bomb then you have to set the drill on the safe so it drills through the safe so that you can open it so that you can grab the stuff and run out and all this sort of thing um i don't know it's, it's quite linear in the sense of you have to kind of you have to follow this route to get the stuff to kind of and it always seemed to end up in every game we played i mean we only played it for a couple of hours but it always seemed to end up in a massive firefight with the police which was always good fun but um i do wonder if how easy it would be to kind of follow through and actually do the perfect heist i'm not sure it's i don't know it didn't feel that possible to do what did you think clarky i i I liked it um i don't know if it's something i'd go back to though i'll tell you i mean what did you think about the actual mechanics of it because the shooting's okay in it and well yeah the shooting and everything's okay it's 
obviously, this was a, I mean, how long has this been out for? A few years now, hasn't it? So, um, I don't know, it's a couple of years old, maybe? Yeah, I found it's, it was a little bit dated, you know, it's more... Yeah, it's a bit ugly. More, yeah, more Left for Dead than uh, Battlefield 3, perhaps, but uh, mm. no, it, it was okay. I mean, it's... It pretty much is left to dead when you take is left for dead when you take it down to brass tacks. It's basically you know go here, do this, but it's it's a lot of fun doing it, and uh, you know especially when when you're being pinned down by SWAT teams and what have you, and trying to cover one another. So, no, I had a lot of fun with this, and I liked it. Yeah, I think the um, that led me. I, I'd already pre-purchased Payday Two, so I managed to get in on that, which was it was really interesting going straight from playing Payday One for the first time to playing payday two for the first time. Um, the difference is really noticeable. So the, the game obviously looks a lot better. Um, there's a more marked kind of delineation between the classes you choose. So, you, you know, you can be a, a kind of assault type character who's basically, you know, your tools up heavy guy and you've got your, um, kind of fast guy who's supposed to be able to slip in and slip out unnoticed and this sort of thing and you get different packs so you can drop health packs or you can drop ammo packs and stuff like this and you, you've got various upgrade trees depending on the route you want to go so you can decide to be, become more of a weapon specialist or you can become like a techno specialist or you can become like a demolitions expert and stuff like this so it, it splits you up more into that and also with the second game there's more an element of being able to case the joint first so you could i can see more possibilities in the second game for being able to actually plan a heist get in and get out without actually it always ending up in a firefight i think it'd be incredibly difficult but more likely than possibly in payday one but um it's really good fun in co-op it's just really good fun in co-op it's just that that the whole thing is similar again similar to left for dead that whole trying to reach an objective and coordinate your movements and then it all goes to hell and then it's just basically <laughs> every man for himself trying to get to you know trying to rush to the van to kind of get away with your goods it's, it's just cracking fun it is it is good fun so yeah really oh, enjoyed yes. it um but i'm glad payday 2 is definitely improvement on the first one without a doubt so yeah really enjoyed it so hot or not yeah first one not second one with the right group of people, like almost any kind of game, really, with the, with all the right people, I reckon it's hot. I'll go with hot. I like this. It was I, a lot of fun. I have no comment. I own it, and I haven't played it. <laughs> Which one? The first or the second first one, John? One, yeah. Yeah. The first one. I mean, I've got the first one on PC, so, you know, if you haven't got it on the three on the PS3, I'm more than happy to have a, a quick blast on it. But to be honest, I think there are better games you'd be spending your time on than Payday 1. But Payday 2 is... Um, a vast improvement, I reckon. Oh, I think I need to try it before. I, maybe I need to try the other one. Just need to find some time to, to play it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so next week, I've just been looking into whatever the hell a Ryan <laughs> Dino Horde is. Now, what the oh, fuck yes. is this? This looks awesome, Clarky. Watch the trailer, John. Tell the boys and girls all about it, Clarky. It is basically a first-person shooter, or a third-person you get to choose... Um, where you basically it's run around maps. Mode. It's yeah, it's basically a horde mode where you're shooting each other dinosaurs. You can be the dinosaurs. Um, it's got an absolutely banging uh, rock rock track on the trailer. Uh, th- this looks like it's going to be immense fun. And at two pounds ninety nine, or we're trying to look into that. It's apparently free to play this week. Is it? Uh, it says it's free to play. I'm not quite sure how you kick that off. It says here. 
$2.99 on Steam, 75% off. Yeah, but it also says free to play for the week, which is weird. Four pack for less than, for way less than three. There we go. Um, And with a Metacritic score of 36 out of 100, who are we to say no? This this looks looks, shit. It looks looks brilliant. It looks brilliant. It's basically you, tooled up with loads of weapons, being attacked by hordes of dinosaurs. What could possibly. It's like Turok on speed. 36 out of 100. Absolutely. It can't possibly be that bad. They're wrong. I think we're going to be all over this. I think it's going to be a cracking game. I think it's. Uh, I, I I foresee another fucking world of tanks before me. No, world of tanks was good. <laughs> world of tanks was far from fucking good. Oh. Uh, so that's going to be the next big thing. So if anybody fancies checking out Orion, well, if you're going to buy a four pack, I'll have one. Of, I'll have the free one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Beastie would um, would lower himself to play this, but uh, I might put a post up to see if anybody's interested in the four pack. Well, you've got to buy the four pack because it's 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 two ninety nine for one one, and seven forty nine for four. So you do the math. No, I'm in on the four pack definitely. Right. Clark, you can sort that out. Oh fuck it! Yeah, I'll join in. Whatever. Oh yeah. What can I say? I can I can never say no to you two. Oh. We need oh, to get on the canvas. You need to get on the fucking DayZ server, that's what you need to do. <laughs> Forget with your canvas shit. Moving well, on. Moving on. Releases. 19th of August. Saints Row the 4th, is it? I don't know. Saints Row 4, 23rd, comes out. Uh, I've no interest in this. You? I, I can't say I do either, but it's a big release. People were very excited for it. I know that uh, Kev. Uh, was saying that he was quite interested in it, having watched Anna play it. Um, I've, I have no room for this shit in my life. Um, I, I, I just find the idea of running around with a big fucking dildo in a video game not appealing. It has no depth to me. Yeah, I uh, kind of agree. I mean, I tried Saints Row 3 and... Well, I tried Saints Row the first one and I just found it a poor GTA clone. But then Saints Row 3, I could kind of see the point of it and it was quite good fun for a bit but after like half an hour it's just like you need to give me something else I don't, I'm bored of this I haven't got the imagination to kind of keep wanting to, to kind of make my own entertainment up um, so I've got, I've, I've got very little interest what about you Clark are you a Saints Row person no Brilliant. I played this, this for all about an hour and can't stand it oh, Okay. well for those that are interested in it Saints Row 4 is out on the 23rd along with Splinter Cell Blacklist. Anybody picking this up? Really? Why would I want to pick this up when I've got Stealth Inc. on the Vita? Because it's a completely different game, you moron. It's Stealth. It's different. It's Stealth. It's just another fucking game, Vimesy. I don't know how you fit all of this in. I don't. This is why I play them for like... Yeah, I've pre-ordered it. Only because I can pick it up for 22 and a half quid. I know exactly how it fits this stuff in. It took us... What what was it the other night? I'm spending the evening with the missus. What did it take us two tweets before you bagged her off and came and played Battlefield 3? Yeah, but at least I bagged her off. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh... So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Splinter Cell Blacklist to drag it back on topic. It's going to be awesome. It looks like they've returned to kind of... Not fully, but returned to kind of... Stealthy, stealthy Splinter Cell, where it's it's less conviction was very kind of 
run and gunny kind of thing. This looks like they've returned to stealth. And also Spies v. Mercs is back for the multiplayer. That's awesome. How can Spies v. Mercs where you tool up where some of you are spies and you've got the full Splinter Cell stuff and you kind of play as a you know, third person sneaking around, clinging to ceilings and dropping down on people. And then the Mercs who are guarding the objectives are basically first person shooters tooled up to the arms. You know, with oh, it's just gonna be brilliant, brilliant. No, no. Right, <sighs> let's, move on, let's move on from this. Uh, I have one question. Um, I didn't realise that Jamie Carragher was doing Sky Sports. He's he's doing the same job as Gary Neville with Gary Neville there. How do you think Gary Neville feels about that? Um, I have no comment. No idea. Well, damn chuckle, brother. Um, right, let's uh, have a break there and we'll be back shortly. Three, two, one. Right, welcome back. Uh, films, books, comics, etc. Vimesy. Hello. Tell us your thing. That's my thing. Okay. Um, I rediscovered Netflix. That's my thing. Incidentally, I just signed up for Netflix last night. And you get a free month, which I think is really good. A month free? Yeah. Yeah, which I didn't realise because I just went on there thinking I was just going to restart. And, you know, because I was a member a year ago or whatever, I didn't think they'd give me a free month. But, yeah, I've got a free month. Are you a love filmer as well? No. No. I've tried both, but... I still am, and Netflix is winning at the moment in as much as I didn't have any buffering on the one chance that I, that one thing that I tried to download from it was Love Film failed miserably, but um, that might have been local network issues or God knows what. So, why did you sign up to Netflix? Well, I think it was, um, I can't remember if we talked about this on the last show or whatever, I, I, I heard it somewhere that basically The Hobbit was on Netflix, and I never saw The Hobbit when it was out in the cinema. Which... Sacrilege. Well, yeah, it is. Basically, it was one of those things where I'd promised my dad I'd take him to see it, and he was never bloody free. And by the time we sort of got our asses into gear, it vanished from the cinemas anyway. Um, And I didn't want to buy it because I want to buy the Super Duper Blu-ray extended box set thing of like either all three of them or one at a time like I did with the originals. Um, Because I, I got stung with the originals in the sense that I bought the extended DVD versions. And then they brought out, you know, a couple of years later, whatever it was, the extended Blu-ray. And you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, I'm not rebuying it loads and loads and loads. That's not really getting stung, is it? Well, unless it's Firefly, I ain't doing it. So (laughs) I I didn't buy the DVD when it came out and I didn't buy the Blu-ray when it came out because I'm sure they're going to bring out some kind of special edition, something or other or whatever. So I thought... Okay. These are films that you can watch over and over and over again. Yeah, and they, and they, 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 yeah, exactly. They will do. But if I'm going to no, buy it, they I'd won't rather, get old. but I'd rather buy it once, you know, rather than have to have, I'll buy a DVD copy, then I'll buy a Blu-ray copy and then I'll go and buy the Blu-ray extended, whatever. I think I'll just wait for the, the you know, the definitive version to come out and I'll buy that. Fair that's enough. fine. Fair so enough. that's, that's why I, I sort of thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll do Netflix because then if it costs me six quid and I only watch The Hobbit, then that's fine. I've got no issue with that. Um, and it didn't start off very well. I mean, I installed it fine. It recognized me straight away without meaning to do anything. I had it installed on my PS3. Um, and I had it installed on my, my, well, I didn't have it installed, but I got the, you know, 
through the website on, on the PC or whatever. And um, I boosted it up on the P- PS3, launched it, searched for, found Hobbit, quite simply, started to play it. And I just, I thought, oh God, no, really? Because the very first titles that came up when it's doing all this kind of black with the gold writing on it, as you know, it was so pixelated, it was untrue. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. And this was the Super HD version. They, you know, that's what the label says it, describes it as. And I just thought, oh, this is going to be awful. But actually, within about 15, 20 seconds, it was absolutely fine. Um, it wasn't Blu-ray quality by any means, but it was probably DVD quality. Um, probably a bit better. Um, I thought this was Blu-ray quality when I watched it the other week on Netflix. I might have been sitting a bit close to the screen. I don't know. Oh, well. I've got a 37-inch TV and I was, I'm was i about three feet away from it. No, I, know, I know what you mean about the pixelation, though. It usually does have most films. Yeah, the very, the very beginning it kind of does it. I think while it's just starting the buffering process or whatever. But from then, the only time I really noticed it was at the beginning of the film is when it was doing lots of panning shots. So with yeah. lots of detail, so it was like panning into the into the, the minds of Moria and stuff like that. You could sort of see it almost slightly stutter. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh God, here we go, whoa. Mr. Purist. They never went anywhere near the minds of Moira in the Hobbit. Uh, this was the history of the of the Hobbit. No, they do. Did you watch the, Did you watch this film? They do go to Moria in part of it. They don't go inside yeah, they... it. It shows them outside it. Yeah, it does. No, they of, don't. No, 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 no. In one of the flashbacks they do, all, all the dwarves are fighting outside Moria. Uh, uh, I've embarrassed myself there. I'm sorry. But, also, but they're also talking about when they go down through Moria, it's because they're talking about when the um, the orcs were taking over in the very beginning, when they beat them out of Moria. Yeah, I remember now, sorry. So, um, yeah, so the, 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 the quality wasn't great to start with, but it was fine, absolutely fine, all the way through it. Easily DVD quality. I don't know if it's Blu-ray quality. I, I honestly haven't got the eyes for that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, got my money's worth out of that. And it's, I thought The Hobbit itself, I thought was a, an amazing film. I really enjoyed it. It Correct. flew past. It didn't feel like three hours. Correct. Um, I've got no idea where they got half the stories from, mind you. I mean, obviously, I, I've read The Hobbit and I've read Lord of the Rings, but I haven't read all the appendices and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not that... Um, you know, I have not time to do that. But um, regardless of that, I thought it blended really well. And I've got no problem with sitting there and watching as many stories from that world as, as possible. I thought, it was, I thought it was an absolutely no, fantastic film. I've, I think I've watched this about four times now. The last time I watched it was on Netflix. And it was because uh, every, every other week when I've got all of my kids, we kind of have moving out. And I thought, mm, shall I try, try The Hobbit with them? Usually got an extension span of about half an hour, but no, all five of them sat there absolutely enthralled with it, and I just thought, oh, this is brilliant. It was, I thought it was really, really good. And like I say, I haven't got a clue where some of the stuff comes from. I can't remember the Radagast stuff in in the Hobbit. It must be in there, but I can't remember it. I mean, uh, Rad- Radagast in the Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't remember him. I don't remember him being in the Hobbit. Um, but again, just blended in beautifully. Have you got um, five kids, Clarky? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's a busy boy. Fucking hell. Even Elton That's... John's only got one or two. <laughs> no, I've got two, two, two that live with me all the time, and uh, I've got three boys with my ex-wife who visit me at weekends. Cool. Well, good. He gets a chance to play games, isn't it, really? 
But uh, yeah, so I thought The Hobbit was fantastic and wish I'd seen it earlier and wish I'd seen it on a big screen. I won't be making the same mistake with the second one when it comes out. I should be straight off to see it in the biggest possible, best possible way I can. Which is 24 frames per second 3D. I don't know about that. I might try it. I might, I might try it. It depends. Round our way, we get a bit stuck for choice, really. On no, no. Well, no, you'll get 3D, will you? Uh, yeah, we'll get 3D probably around yeah, here. Maybe I mean, you Bristol, won't get Bristol does it, might, but it's, you it's might not, not great. Get with, 48 frames per second, I'll, have to, is... I'll have to hunt it down and find the best place to watch it. But I was, just, I was really, really impressed with it. Um, really, really impressed with it. And um, one that isn't on the running list, after that, um, I found my saviour, my favourite anim- animated thing, Archer, Series 3. Brilliant. I've, Fucking love this program. Do you know Archer, John? I'm really confused because it says on here you've been watching something called Happy Endings. Yeah, I'll get to that. I was, this is why I said it's not on the list. But oh, it's a right, pro- sorry. program called Archer. So I wasn't sure whether this was just one of those childish, uh, childish um, uh, graffiti. No, it's not the double of... entendre, no. Oh, okay, fair enough. No. I don't know what Archer is. Is it about. Uh, Archer is, is um, it's a kind of. Um, it's an animated. It's like a bit like uh, Family Guy, Stroke, uh, whatever, but not at all. The animation style is kind of nineteen sixties uh, spy thriller um, type thing, but it's just a very, very coarse comic. <laughs> um, I don't know how else to describe it really, but it's just incredibly funny. You would probably you're either going to like it, John, and in love it. Or you're going to absolutely hate it and not see the point of the puerile nonsense. And is this available on Netflix? Yeah, it is. Yeah, series one through three. Um, it, it's just bloody funny. It's basically Archer is a kind of um, James Bond spoof type thing in the sense that he's an incredibly good spy, but he kind of Johnny Englishes his way through. It. He blunders his way through. It just has a natural talent for being a spy, but he's a complete cock. Um, but his mother runs the the spy agency ISIS. And she's just a, she's just a basically a drunk hag who shags her way through most of the supporting cast. Um, it's it's brilliant. It's it's really well worth watching. It's 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 funny as fuck. Have you so seen that, the Have you seen the Venture Brothers vibes? Eh? No. What's that? Uh, if if you like Archers, you'll love the Venture Brothers. In that Archer takes the piss out of sixties bar movies. Venture Brothers kind of heavily spoofs old sixties cartoons like Scooby Doo and Johnny Quest. Okay, I should be looking um, at that. For stuff like Fantastic Four is absolutely hilarious. You really want to give that a go. Oh, so, right. so that's why you joined Netflix, was it, for The Hobbit? I joined Netflix Archer. for The Hobbit, and then I found Archer again, because I, I love Archer. Archer was on, I think, Channel 4, and I had it on Series Link, or Channel 5 it might have been, actually. So both um, films with massive credibility, both bits of content with massive credibility. Absolutely. Shall I tell you why I joined Netflix? No, because I haven't finished my bit yet. <laughs> I was trying to mix it up. Oh, okay, mix it up. Why did you join Netflix, John? Um, to watch Grown Ups, an Adam Sandler film. Oh, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> when uh, did I tell you? Did we talk about the heat on a couple of weeks ago? When I, I was believe we on? did. Anyway, so it was uh, one of the one of the trailers was for Grown Ups Two, and it looked really, really, really funny. And um, so I thought, well, I'd never seen Grown Ups. I I'm not afraid of an Adam Sandler movie. I, I know I most of them. Are, stand I Adam know Sandler. most of them are pure old nonsense. But to be fair, that's you do that, and that's what you get. You know this from Adam Sandler, and if you don't want to watch an Adam, I Sandler, can't understand how this man has a career. Well, because you know, well, he has done some great films. Have you, have you seen Funny People? No. Funny People's a great film, and it's not pure old silly nonsense. Oh, Happy Gilmore, come on. 
Yeah, Happy mm-hmm. Millwall's good, but Happy Gilmore's very much in the vein of silly, pure nonsense. Um, oh, funny, pe- funny. <laughs> funny people, very definitely isn't, and is uh, a really, really good film. Um, but yeah, so I tried to find Grown Ups on uh, Sky, on demand. Nope. On Love Film, nope. Netflix, one month free trial. There it is. Why not? And uh, yeah, it was shit. Hey. <laughs> well, it's all right. I, I don't mind that. It was. It was the possibly one of the cheesiest, most predictable and nonsensical and nonsense films I've ever seen. But it's got uh, what's his name from the um, King of Queens, who I love. What's his name? The big, the big guy, the main character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like him. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. Chris Rock in an appalling, in an appalling performance not befitting his uh, comic I'm not going to call it genius, Chris Rock's quite a funny guy Speaking of Chris Rock, I was watching um, The Fifth Element again the other night Great film, great Fucking film. love that film, he steals it, I love him Brilliant. Did, you, did you see about Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone in the news? What's this Chris about Rock the Expendables? The fifth element. Hey? It's, it, isn't, it isn't Chris Rock in The Fifth, fifth Element Am I getting confused? Yeah, it's... Um, he was in Rush Hour with Jackie Chan. Chris Tucker. Are you sure? <laughs> Come on. T- IMDb, IMDb, we go. <laughs> go on, it's Chris and Tucker. And they're off. I'll, I've got I've got a feeling... I'm, I don't know. It seems I thought to it was work right. For... Uh, fifth element. Fifth um, element. Just bow to my knowledge, gentlemen. Fifth element. Okay, the fifth element. Yeah, that makes sense. Gary Oldman, see full cast list. Come on, Chris bring Tucker, on. yes, you're absolutely right. Oh. Neil before Zod. Well, not again. <laughs> Damn you, he played Ruby Rod. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Fifth Element, great film. Bruce Willis. Um, he's got booted off The Expendables 3 by Sylvester Stallone and they started awesome. a bit of a Twitter, real, Twitter war. Awesome, why? Well, because uh, of... Uh, I think um, Sylvester Stallone, I think The Expendables is his project, and Bruce Willis apparently demanded $3 million or something for something like five days' work, and um, Stallone booted him off and tweeted about him being really, really greedy. Bruce Willis came back and said, action films aren't all that. I like earning money, but, you know... I I, I think he's realised, Bruce has kind of realised he's coming up to retirement age now because he's in everything. The number of shit... Did you see him on Top Gear the other night? No, I haven't. I haven't watched any of the last season. It's literally like a three-second clip of him in a car in a white shirt with blood all over it, and you just think they're thinking, fuck, I wonder how much we paid for that. He's just and he, and he wasn't the star in the car, no? No, 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 no. Oh. No. You well, have to watch it. It's, it's, just a, it's just a weird thing of, that they did, kind of like a, a, a very quick cutaway almost type thing. But Go on, back on topic. Oh, sorry. Go on. So, Grown Ups shit was then, was it? Yeah. So, the other one I was watching... Um, have you heard of this one, Happy Endings? No, I'm not into no. that sort of thing. Oh, dear. <laughs> Brilliant. You like to leave them wanting more. <laughs> um, Happy Endings is basically, I don't know what it is, really. It's its a short-lived series. I think it did about three series, American series, um, kind of in the vein of Friends, in a way. Um, about six twenty-something mates. Um, it, it reminds me a little bit of Modern Family. Uh, and I just found it bizarrely weird and incredibly funny. It's got Elisha Cuthbert in it from 24. Oh, that'd be worth a look in itself. 
So exactly, that was my entire thinking on it. Um, it's got Eliza Coop from uh, Scrubs. It's it's got a fair few people in it, but it's just um, I fa- I just found it really funny. It was quite refreshing for a comedy. It was it, it didn't take itself particularly seriously or anything like that. Um, the jokes were I just thought the jokes were quite well crafted, um, really enjoyable. So much so I think I caught a couple of them on I don't know what TV show it was probably sort of like four OD or something like I can't remember what it was, but um, so much so I've actually picked up the first series on DVD. Um, not Blu-ray, sorry, John. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. So if you do get a chance, check it out. That's it. Brilliant, excellent. Come on, I brought so, content to the show. What more do you want? Is that on to me now? Yeah, go on then. Oh Broke well, John. Yeah, John. John's busily changing what I've been up to around. You see, this is what happens when you watch too many Purell Adam Sandler films, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That'd be what uh, it is. No, I've uh, I've I've been all I've been all intellectual and have read a book this week, um, which is a continuation of the uh, books. I was... John, stop it! What's it called? It's... This book. <laughs> it's called Broken Homes. Oh right, not, not broke bro- back. Homes. Not broke back. No, oh, that's uh, it's, it's basically a continuation of the uh, the kind of Rivers of London series I've been reading, which is all about. Um, Don't basically... spoil it. Cause I've still it's... got the first one. I haven't read yet. Oh, have you, oh, so you've actually picked this up? Not good. The, is this is the um, not Jeremy McCrobby, the other guy? Um, fuck, I've got it on my Kindle, I think. Who, Ben Aronovich? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he used to write Doctor Who and Blake Seven and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think I've got him on audiobook. I'm just not quite got around to sort of listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. So this this is the uh, this is the one all about uh, basically wizards who work within the uh, modern constabulary in London. Um, this this is turning into an excellent series it kind of lulled a bit with the last book in that not much happened but it does have like an ongoing and underlying story Um, I I just like all the little things in it like the the way they they kind of explain to you how magic works and why not everybody can do it and it it just goes into incredible depth trying to uh, you know trying to to explain all this to you which is uh, actually quite entertaining to read uh, you basically got Peter, who's your uh, apprentice wizard, working for uh, Nightingale, who is basically a detective chief inspector. He's been with the police for probably about sixty years, uh, because yeah. wizards don't eventually get to a point where they don't age like normal humans anymore and start to get a little bit younger with age. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, the. It, Nightingale, the, uh, Nightingale is, is obviously an extremely powerful wizard, but it, it only kind of uh, it only kind of uh, gives you a little tidbits of exactly how powerful he is. Um, uh, there's a little bit in this book which is bloody good because I mean uh, the the author is absolutely brilliant at writing in action scenes, and uh, I think there's another bit a few books back where it kind of alludes to the fact that he took out a division of Tiger Tank single-handedly during World War Two as well. It makes you think, you know, this guy's holding back. Mm. But no, it is... It, I mean, I, I, like I say, I've never been to London, but the disc, I mean, the way the author describes it, I mean, I feel like I have been there now. It's just incredible attention to detail, and it's 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 just a bloody funny book and uh, very, very, uh, very entertaining. This This is going to end up as a TV series. I can see it. No, oh, no, I hate when they do that. Well, 
there is that. But uh, no, it'd be nice to see something like this get uh, introduced to the masses because it, it really is it really is a fantastic series of book. Mm. I, I'll call it my Pratchett. Yeah, fair enough. High praise. There we go. So yeah, get it read. Cool. I'll get rivers get, get rivers rivers of London read, and then obviously read them all in order. I'll wait cool. for the TV series. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. In Blu-ray. And then watch it very slowly over the course of three years. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of which, I finally finished season two of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Go on, you can spoil this because I can't imagine there's anyone who hasn't seen this. Yeah, well, I, I've been yeah. malingering with this for a while, um, but um, one of the advantages of taking um, back-breaking amounts of equipment with you away on holiday... Um, which actually did give me a bad You did take a lot, mate. You took an incredible amount of stuff with you. I know. It's this fucking alienware, man. It's so heavy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you um, call me Brock back. It's nice to get away from it all, isn't it, John? But it has got a Blu-ray player in it, which the MacBook Air doesn't. So, um, uh, so I did use it. So I used both laptops away. I didn't use the iPod, the iPad. I did use the iPhone. I didn't use the gaming keyboard, nor nor my rat mouse, um, or nor the 3DS. But I did use the Vita, so it's about fifty-fifty, really. But I had the choice available to me. I bet the airport security guy just looked at you both for fuck's sake. It's one of them. Because like it took me, I packed it so carefully, and then of course you have to rip it all out, and then you have to. Oh, it's a disaster! Put it in the trays. Put it in the trays. Thankfully, my slapper bag, which I don't know if I've spoken about, which is a a great (laughs) way to talk about your wife. Oh God, no, no, no! no. I hope Jane isn't listening to this. No, it's a it's a it's a rucksack called a slapper. S L A P P A, and uh, yeah, these things are like fucking Tardises. Uh, they're really well made and really good laptop bags. You mean a, a slapper with a bigger inside than it looks from the outside? Oh, of <laughs> anyway, I might edit this. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I got to the end. So I, I, I bought, I bought the season two Blu-ray three-disc set um, while I was going away earlier in the year. And uh, so, yeah, I, I was watching through and got really into it. I mean, I know the, the first disc was going a bit slow because it was um, pissing around on the farm. And then everything seemed to really ramp up with um, his mate going mental, basically. What's his name? Yeah. I can't. Who, what did you say, Clarky? Shane. Shane, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, was, he, he played a really good character. Obviously, he shouldn't have been in, he shouldn't have been anywhere near there if you follow the comics. Because yeah. he died long long ago, but um, yeah, he, he played a really oh, intense character, and so that was really good. And so yeah, it just started to really rip along, and then um, got to the end of disc two. Thought brilliant, disc three, and it goes. It's only fucking extras and bloody deleted scenes, isn't it? So I was a bit gutted. So <laughs> straight onto Amazon, uh, ordered a season three, not yet available bollocks so that's released on the 30th of september so but is season three where we are on broadcast at the moment uh yeah finished it's been broadcast on channel five at the moment oh, actually no it got it got bumped from channel five to five star really really yeah uh i personally suspect this may be down to the fact that it had already been on fx oh, okay. several months earlier and I, I i think this is one of those programs that's very uh very strongly torrented as well by uh, nefarious groups of people. Anyway, yeah, so third, third, third season apparently released on Blu-ray on the um, 
at the end of September. So I can wait till then, but uh, really looking forward to getting straight back into that. Um, I was actually hoping to play the 400 days, whatever, um, DLC for for the you know the game, uh, but I didn't get around to that, so that's something that I, I need to do. But uh, yeah, I really like... Um, the Walking Dead, and uh, yeah, I'm seriously contemplating rereading through the, the first 16 volumes of the comic that I have. I know I've got there's a couple of volumes that I need to get uh, to catch up, but I'm tempted to start again, to be honest, and uh, rattle through them just to see the differences between the, the comic and the series. But uh, I think the series has done a sterling job, even though obviously it does detract. Uh, yeah, really good. Um, Netflix, we've spoken about. Um, I have to say, I, I ran Netflix through my laptop last night to the big TV um, because, uh, for a variety of reasons, because that's, that's the, one of the easier ways of me getting that connecting via HDMI mm. and being able to pump audio through my um, sort of receiver. I refuse to listen to stuff with shit sound coming out of the TV. Um, but yeah, the Netflix app, brilliant. I really quite like that. It's nice and smooth in Windows 8. Um, so it makes me think about what I'm going to do for a home theatre PC because I, I, I really, my Mac Mini, as we've discussed, is um, shit. Uh, it's not shit. It's just not behaving. So um, it's kind of reinvigorated me to buy an Xbox One, really, but not to go in my games room to go. In Haven't the phone you already room. got this pre-ordered? No. Have you got any of them pre-ordered? Nope. Because I don't play console games anymore. I thought you could have sworn you had both on. No, no, and it's nothing to do. No, with... that's you, Vams. It's nothing. Yeah, I know to... it's me. It's nothing to do with liking one over the other. Or... No, no, I just, I just for some reason I could have sworn you had both on pre-order. But I would like something that is going to, is going to give me easy and clean access with digital out audio output for high definition content to access Love Film and Netflix. I mean, I promised Jane that I was going to cancel Netflix after the first month, but frankly, I can't see that happening. So, uh, six was... quid a month is hardly worth cancelling. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I, I feel the same way about uh, the Trackmania server, but you felt different to that. <laughs> I wasn't playing it. I'd moved on. Yeah, but how much was that a month? About three quid. Six quid. Oh, whatever. You see the similarities there, though. No, none whatsoever. Oh, well, <laughs> while we brought it up, um, there's talk of having another Trackmania night, isn't there? I hope so. And, and whilst we're on that subject, I'm sure I tweeted out earlier, Savvy Gamer had tweeted out somewhere you can pick up Stadium for about three quid. Oh, so right. if people haven't done it yet, get on it. Yeah, we're gonna, we need to organise that. So this is the big shout-out. We're going to arrange a Trackmania session, uh, probably with... With custom tracks, do you think? I don't know, because I imagine we'll just have to bumble onto somebody else's server, won't we? Well, we'll just pay six quid to get a server for a month. <sighs> well, I'm sure we'll sort something out. Yeah, I think I think it works best with our with our own tracks. Um, and maybe we can, you know, maybe this should be the next round of the Fanboy Cup, because uh, I've been malingering on that, but we need to sort something out with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see any problem again with really having it as a team-based challenge no that's what like we did yep. before so um anyone's interested in that then there's a f- thread on the forum register your interest and we'll or get we could going. put it up as an invitational get some prizes together we could do have, that yeah we could do that and then the top prize could be a copy of orion dino horde brilliant because mm-hmm. we'll uh, have a spare one 
Well, that's such a cracking idea, Vimesy, that I'm going to put you in charge of organising oh, that. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd do this. Uh, so, um, yep, you do that, and uh, I look forward to playing <laughs> soon. So, um, Mondays through Wednesdays works best for me. Uh, I thought it might. Not Mondays. Mondays aren't good for us. No. Oh, we might have to move our recording night now the Premier League started up again as well, because next week is Man United-Chelsea, and... Uh, that's, just why, that's the beauty of Sky Go, when it works. Mm. Uh, right, where, where are we? Am I done? Uh, yeah, well, I watched a weird film last night with... Um, Nicholas Cage, I got sucked into watching the 10 o'clock movie on Channel 5. Oh, is this that bloody time travel? <laughs> yeah. 60 second job, the yeah. Two minutes in the future, you yeah. Can see. Well, that's the premise, but it all seems to go completely weird after that doesn't seem to be adhered to. Um, uh, towards the end of the film, he's stopping just short of a fucking bomb, uh, of, a, of a grenade that's about to go off, which was clearly he only saw two seconds into the future. So it was all a bit <laughs> weird. But. Um, it was just—it was a bit weird. I mean, I don't mind a shit film, but obviously, it—it uh, uh, it, it wasn't—it wasn't the best. But uh, he's an odd, fuck, odd-looking fucker, isn't he, Nicholas Cage? Jesus. Uh, Nicholas Cage is weird because some of his films I absolutely adore, and then other films is just like they're uh, crap. Well, discuss because one of my favourite films of recent years is universally panned by people, and I think it's a cracking film, and that is knowing. Uh, don't know. No, it's the one where he he finds a code of, of numbers where the, where. Like oh, vaguely, but I don't. I, haven't, I, I think I've seen it or bits of it, but I couldn't really discuss oh, more than that. Some of it's brilliant, and some of the special effects. There's a plane crash in the oh, middle of it. That's brilliant. That it's is absolutely fucking brilliant. Well, if it's on Netflix, I'll have a look. Oh, definitely worth watching. But you look on IMDb, and there's all these people one star, one star. You know, usual internet mm-hmm. morons. It's either one star or ten star. What? So it has got no redeemable features, has it? It's, it's a complete one star. I mean, fucking morons. Snakes on a plane was pretty much a one star. I haven't seen that, thankfully. I've heard, I understand that's a load of shit. But then I can understand that people might actually quite like it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with Adam Sandler films. As no, we've it's discussed. Not. Some, some of them, they, they are shit, but they're also... I honestly cannot think of a good Adam Sandler film. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Funny mm. People. Mm. Um, I tell you what, was quite a fun... Uh, did he do Click? Mm, he yeah. might have done. Was that him? That was that was With the remote bad, control. Yeah, that it? absolutely wasn't a bad film at all. Mm. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, and I've been watching a bit more American Office, which I'm planning. Aren't they into all. about how many series did they I, do? I think they're up to about season eight. I understand Jeez. that. <laughs> I, I understand that Will Ferrell's doing it now. I'm part. Oh most of the way no, through. not Will Ferrell! God Almighty, what? he's almost as bad as Adam Sandler. You are having oh, a Jesus. laugh, mate. Oh, I cannot stand Will Ferrell. He's have a seen, knob. Have you seen Old School? No. Well, you're missing out. See, so you 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 come from a different realm of filmic comedy you you kind of I, I imagine you kind of like into things like Porky's and things like that and I just don't <laughs> Porky's that, well that's what he's Porky's is about. a great film see <laughs> <laughs> oh come on my when, point when exactly. we were kids, it's just different it's the... like American Pie American Pie was funny the first time but I don't want to keep watching the same film and this is what all these films are sort of like old or... school is not like uh, American Pie do you have a problem with Police Academy 7, Vams, eh? Oh, Jesus now, Christ. Now, Police, two, two. Police, Police Academy, Academy was two. a great film. I, I can take Police Academy, Academy 2, but the rest of them, bloody hell. No, they're just, they're just not my kind of... Just not my kind of humour. So, that's all that is. Fair enough. 
Fair enough, Mimesy. I won't argue with you. Uh, no, this, you bloody won't. This time. Uh, uh, right, let's move on to news and let's rattle through this because frankly I've got to be in work for seven in the morning and it's getting late. Um, right, news, news, news. Former Steam boss joins Microsoft. Who wrote does. this? Well, probably me. But Vamsy did all of the news. <laughs> so Jason Holtman, who is... Um, he was basically the director of business development at Valve. Um, he's now basically been taking a job on at Microsoft where they're talking about him creating the Microsoft brand. So he's, he's talking about making Windows platforms. So you may have noticed that gaming for Windows is basically dead and they're pulling it and they're going to replace it with something else. And it's, it's interesting because, as we all know, Steam works and he was fairly instrumental in how that pushed through. I think he was there for nearly 10 years or eight years or something like that. Um, you know, so, so as a distribution platform, that's what Microsoft want to get into. Um, I, have and, to, I have to query why they would bother. What do you mean why they would bother? I mean... Well, now they've U-turned on everything. Is that what you mean? Because no, they're not... No, no, digi- I mean... For, di- for digital content. I, I No, I just don't understand why they w- would go into a market so heavily wrapped up by one, pretty much. Because if they, they, they've got to have a... They've got to have a presence in that market otherwise they're just giving up and basically handing over the keys and saying here they you go. They have got a presence in that market they've got a presence in the fact that all of these games need well, 90, 85% of the games require Windows 8 yeah. or, or Windows to run. I just don't see why they're, they're going in trying to compete with Steam. From I think a it's... consumer point of view it just gets fucking annoying because one of the beauty of Steam is having all the things in one place and not and you know occasionally when you want to go and play fucking Battlefield 3 you've got to remember what your bloody origin password is. Oh, don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're less they're less about you play the better. Not not because it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just because I mean the only thing I've got on there is Far Cry 3 which um I played for a bit and frankly got a bit bored of. I know that's a contentious issue, a mm. contentious point. Um but I have no idea what the fucking password for that is. Ugh, I can't remember, but that's. I, mean, I just. Thought, I just thought it was interesting in the sense that they're trying. I think Microsoft are trying to. to they've, they've realised against Windows was a bit of a bollocks up. Really, it was. You know, it was crap. Um, so they're, they're, I just found it interesting. They brought somebody in from somewhere like Valve who have made a success of something. So hopefully, they're. they're you know, they're going to make good moves in this area, and you can hope so. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, what we all want is a strong digital. Um, market and and if that's going to help, then great. That's 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 a good what, thing uh, for me. My, my suggestion, being a, an expert in this field, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just Valve and Microsoft get together and 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 integrate Steam into the Xbox in, One into into Xbox Ooh. One or into into Windows, so that um, you know Steam comes pre-installed and it, it, it it's seamless for people and and allows new windows users or you know whatever to discover the world of gaming through you know a yeah highly i can't visible... see i can't see. it would be lovely it would be really nice i just can't see valve handing the keys over like that oh no be a part microsoft will put so many rules in place yeah i would love to see that would they though isn't that just i don't know but then then steam would have a monopoly and we don't really want that i mean at the moment i can still pick up games off places like green man gaming and whatever and Compete with who compete with Steam 
not in the same market share, but certainly on price. So I don't want them to lock it down because if you lock it down, you just they start commanding prices that you know, and they can say, "Oh, it's going to be forty quid a game." Then it's a little bugger. I don't, I don't know where locking it down came into this discussion. Anyway, anyway, those are, those are my silly ideas. Anyway, so that's an interesting piece of news. Clearly, Mike, as you say, Microsoft are picking the talent from people who've made this sort of stuff work and taking them on. Mm. Yeah, hope so. So next on the on the agenda, a um, little bit of news about the Xbox One controllers uh, for next uh, for the next Xbox. They're talking about making those compatible um, sometime next year. They're still writing the software and the drivers and whatever for it. Are they Bluetooth or something? I think they've got their own proprietary... They've done the usual Microsoft thing where they've got their own proprietary wireless code or something like that. So So it's not Bluetooth. So you're going to need their special adapter. Or I I don't know how these new controllers work, whether they are... There's no wired version at all, and no charge cable or what. I don't know how it, how it works. I know they're battery powered, but I don't I don't know if they're just battery powered or whether they've got you know how like the six axis controller you can charge via USB. Yeah. Or I don't think they're going to bring out a wired one, obviously. So I imagine it's going to be some kind of proprietary dongle type of device. But well, that's um, okay, isn't it? That's good yeah, news. I mean the, the the 360 controller is kind of the standard default controller now for PC gaming, as far as I'm concerned. Um. And I'm, I'm, I know it sounds really petty, but I really want those rumble triggers. <laughs> I just, I just, that's, <laughs> I, don't know I know what that you mean. Sounds... Well, the new Xbox One controller's got rumble triggers. Did you not know this? No. This is this is yeah, the, the, the triggers on the on the Xbox One controller have vibration. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. So when you're when you're when you're playing like a racing game or whatever, you'll get friction and you'll get um, different levels of vibration on the on the actual trigger. So if you're hard braking. You can expect that trigger to kind of, you know, rumble, vibrate, whatever you want to call it, to give you that that feeling. Uh, you know, if you imagine you're playing a first-person shooter and you pull the trigger, you'll probably feel that pressure of of where you get into the the bite point, and then and then no, the release no, of the. I was bus. just thinking that that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, that's excellent. That absolutely, it's absolutely, and that's what I mean. That that's that's the one innovation on the controller. I'm really like that. I'm hot for that. Oh no, that's really. Good. Um, so I'd love them to bring that forward for the PC as well. But, uh, yeah, so they're talking about hopefully making that um, uh, for, for some time next year. I think early next year, they said. But um, so I'm, I'm – oh, I know it oh, seems a bit How good would that be? I'm just imagining that, that now. And the yeah, cli- it's brilliant. The click, a cl- I mean, it, it should be must be quite easy for them to, you know, at a certain point return a bit of pressure. So you yeah. have the click. That would be brilliant. It would. It would be absolutely brilliant. I mean, for for almost any game you can think of, even like um, something like Skyrim with a with a sword swipe or something like that, you could get that. You know, any kind of pressure, or anything like that, would be brilliant. All the impact when you hit the but you know, so when your sword goes into a, a, an enemy or whatever, the the pressure increases on the trigger or something. Do you know what I mean? So it could it could be brilliantly input. But well, I, I don't know about whether I'm that fussed about it being on the Xbox One controller, not having pre-ordered one, but uh, certainly I want that for whatever the gun peripheral that is inevitably released in conjunction with the release of Oculus Rift. You had to get it in, didn't you? The one mention, you had to get it in at least once. I mean, (laughs) Oculus Rift is just amazing. Did you see that John Carmack's joined them? Yes, yes I did. Yeah, Uh, It's going to be interesting. Um, I think someone else has joined them from um, ID as well, but uh, from ID. I keep calling it ID, I don't know why. I always thought it was ID. I was it, but um, <laughs> I was it. Yeah, what I know. <laughs> and um, 
yeah, so someone else has joined him as well. So uh, then, what else? Just to keep the the the, the indie peeps happy because uh, it hasn't got enough press, I think. Mike Bithell's new game was announced. Volume. Um, did you see this? Yeah, it just looks a bit like a pimped-up version of the VR missions from uh, Metal Gear. Yeah, a lot of people have said that, and I fully agree. It seems a bit you get those kind of those mazes with the the enemy robots or whatever, and it looks like you've kind of got to use sound to get them to move out your way. So they go and investigate the sound while you slip round behind them kind of thing. I don't, I don't really know, but it's got the whole level builder thing to it. And, um, you know, so you can produce your own levels and send them out to your mates, I guess. I don't know, but, um, it, very, very d- big departure from the Thomas was alone kind of thing. So that's good. Absolutely, yeah. At least he didn't just do a Thomas was alone too. Um, and then, well, John, you can talk about this one. Did you put this one up here? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, there was um, Google had an outage last week for um, I think they worked out it was a total between it was between one and four minutes. Mm. And <laughs> the zombie during, apocalypse and is and upon us. And during that time, internet traffic dropped forty percent. Wow! <laughs> Do you not think that's incredible? I I think it's scary. Yeah. What's more oh. incredible is the money is, involved. Well, yeah, I mean, they they worked out that in those one to four minutes that Google lost about £350,000 worth of revenue. Which, if you do the math, Staggering. is ridiculous. Yeah. It's about uh, four million an hour. I, I have to say, though, Google doesn't sound quite as threatening as Skynet. No. Mm, not quite. But what I... The, I mean, the reason I'm, I'm particularly interested in is... How the fuck does that happen? Because Google will have tin everywhere, in data centres all over the world. Okay? What could possibly go wrong? Then they're all just in one building or in one data centre. It's probably center, the cleaner, mate. It's the cleaner the with, with the, with the, how, the vacuum cleaner How can that happen? How, how can all of those services, which must be segregated and separated from one another... You know, this isn't just one server. They must, the have, they must have been trialing center. something, you know, a new piece of software or something like that or, or something like but that. But again, how, how can that affect all of those services, which must be siloed in all sorts of different places? I can only think of that it's some kind of some kind of DNS issue that completely went to shit. No, they, pro- they probably just needed the four minutes to turn them all off and then back on again. Back on again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I did want that to be a serious technical discussion oh, about dear. what could that, but I knew you're on the wrong show. No, anyway, is, I, I don't know is, enough about it. I mean, they no, must I, they must have been testing something. I agree. With, I agree with what you're saying, John. It is it, it is strange, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of conspiracy over what actually happened because yeah, how do all those servers all go down at once? Well, it's not all server. It's all the. It's, I mean, I can appreciate that a whole bunch of servers in one data center might go down because of a power cut or or, or or an internet feed yeah but but for gmail you know gmail will they'll have servers all over the world here's and, a, and, and they won't be running on the same bloody servers as the, the search engines and they won't be running on the same servers as google docs here's a question for you right mm-hmm. apart from bing mm-hmm. can you name another search engine apart from google yahoo do they still do search yeah, engines yahoo they, I mean, they used to be number one, didn't they? Um, ask. Are they still running? I, I, I'm just typing it in now. I think so. They, yeah. Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Um, really? 
Uh, now the big question is: is is Alta Vista still? <laughs> oh my god! I can't think. I just I'm just Alta amazed. I just Alta Google's Vista kind of taken there, over the world. But They've it looks thinking. very to, looking. Oh no! It seems to be part of Yahoo, and yeah. Yahoo is looking very much like um, Google, scarily like Google. Here's another blast. Amazing. There used to be so many different search engines. I used to have about four or five on my desktop, depending you know, if I couldn't find something on one, I'd go to the next one. And Google has just taken over the world. Oh, brilliant. Babelfish is still running. Oh, cool. But it's, it looks like the worst NAF kind of website in the world ever. Blimey. There's all sorts of crap adverts all over it. Nice. Anyway, we're digressing slightly. but um, Massively. Um, yeah, okay, so that was, uh, yeah, I'm glad I made the effort to put some content in there. I'll leave it to you um, in the future. Um, competition time. <laughs> uh, apparently we've got a code to be given away for Crisis 2, courtesy of Stuart Donaghy. Yep. And it says here, <laughs> prize goes to the best tweet describing a personal gaming crisis. Oh, I like what you see, what you've done there. Yeah, yeah see, see. To the app MGP Bits feed. Yep. So all people have to do is um, send a tweet to at MGP Bits and uh, describing, obviously within the 140 character limit, their personal gaming crisis. And the best one out of the ones we get wins a code for Crisis 2. What about that copy I gave to you? (coughs) (coughs) All right, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was quite a good idea for a little competition so if people would like to do that that would be fun there you go and there is another code next week but um you know we'll, we'll keep the surprise surprise and do check they need to put any kind of code word or hashtag on it so that you know, i don't know no they just tweet at us and, and we'll read well, it out the, okay. out the feed i'm just about to tweet one myself but i don't know whether to do it because it's quite contentious i think hosts might not be allowed to then yeah. to... i know but this is funny as well and oh we'll do it then why don't you put an example out on the MG Pits feed and then? Okay, there it is. Yeah. My personal gaming. Well, it's not gaming. Well, it's game related. It's why I've underlined and put it in bold: gaming crisis. I don't want your personal stories of grief and dismemberment on. Oh dear! Tweeting. I better delete. That. Oh, John. Right, so, get the yeah. show ended. Personal gaming crisis. Moving on. Because <laughs> it's late. <laughs> All right, outro. Oh, the usual shit. Uh, All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> donations and affiliate links. Uh, promote other shows. Uh, review us on iTunes. Yeah, we Please. do get we do get a few, and yeah. I always love them, especially the ones that were calling for my return, which I think was glossed over, frankly. Um, yeah, there's, they all with the same surname as you as well, which no, was no, 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 no. I was very careful about. Oh. <laughs> uh, email us MGP. Oh, I forgot what it is. MGP. <laughs> Have we got any email? Work, have we got a working email? I, I forget. It's MGP something like bits. mgpbits at maturegamepodcast.com. That's the one. Or vimesy74 at gmail.com or clarkit at maturegamepodcast.com or ukablehomer at gmail.com. I appreciate that's confusing. I think maybe we need to get Just some... Just tweet uh, us. Yeah. Or tweet at mgpbits, especially if you want to win Crisis 2. Uh, you can tweet me and follow me um, at UK or Homer if you so wish well, I'm, I'm at Clark no, 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 I want to go well, next no, oh, no. Right, go, next. go on then, you go I'm Clark, at Clarky Snap 
And I'm at Vimesy74. And I, I saw a tweet today that the night shift are approaching f- uh, four away from 500 followers well on, to on, them. on Twitter. So congratulations to them. Um, we're nowhere <laughs> fucking near that. Why no. is that? Quality over quantity, mate. Yeah. If we put out seriously, if we put out a four-hour show every week, we'd be up there as well. If if everyone who listens to this show who doesn't follow us on Twitter already would please just just follow us on Twitter. You can you can probably just you know there must be some way of filtering out, and we're going to get at least twenty-five more less followers, so that'd be good. Mm. And maybe some reviews as well. You know, that'd be nice. That was supposed. That was a really shit joke, wasn't it? Twenty-five was the wrong. Was there a joke? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but anyone out there, I mean, I don't want to start a show war, podcast war, but fucking hell, they've only been going about eight weeks. I know they've actually put more hours of content out onto the internet than we have <laughs> in the 58 episodes that we've done, but um, come on, let's get some more uh, listeners, uh, more followers, just so we can uh, stick it back at them. Um, and on that... Uh, Frankly pa- begging note. Painfully pathetic note um, we'll get a good night and uh, look forward to uh, coming in your ears uh, next oh, week no. bye no, bye no, no, that, wasn't, that wasn't a gay joke that was a, a Peter K joke Can oh, I tra- Chorley FM Chorley FM. FM coming in your ears brilliant lovely oh should just say none of us seen Alan Partridge film yet that's supposed to be brilliant no, no. I've heard a lot of good things about it I'm going to go and see that hopefully over the weekend. No, I'm not going to Reading Festival this weekend. So, um, uh, any any of you up to anything interesting this weekend? Uh, maybe going out on Bank Holiday Monday, which is a bit worrying. So we do the chore on Mondays. Oh yeah, well I guess that's worth discussing off air, <laughs> not with our listeners. So uh, maybe we'll, we'll we'll work something out for next week. I like the fact we've always got a strong finish to the shows. I know it's because. I guess I'm sick of it all the way through the show, and then at the end, I just don't want to let go. It's weird. Uh-huh. This kind of Stockholm syndrome thing going on with this show. <laughs> is that the right one? That's the right. Yeah, one. it is. Yeah. Can good we go night. home now? Yeah. Good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs>